0: What's up everyone and welcome back to episode 3 of the Mainly Fish podcast. And for today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of the best and most well-known Mainers in the world of fishing and fly tying. And many of the contributions and innovations they made changed the world of fly fishing and fly tying forever. And her name is Carrie Stevens. Carrie G. Stevens was born in 1882 and she lived in Maine her entire life starting out in Viana and settling with her husband at the Upper Dam in Oxford County in 1905, located in between the Moosehook Maguntic and Richardson Lakes up in the Rangeley Lakes region of course. Although she started out making hats, her husband was a main guide and an avid fisherman, and through this She started to take up fly tying and began to experiment with some of her own patterns. Initially, she just did it more so for a hobby. She found it enjoyable and usually gave her flies to friends and family or her husband for his guiding trips. Until 1924, when Carrie Stevens entered into a fishing derby up in Rangeley, and she ended up catching a 6-pound, 13-ounce brook trout using a fly that she had tied and created herself. And if you know trout, they usually don't get that big. The biggest ones I've ever seen in Maine are three pounds, and those are pretty big as is. So you can imagine how big a six-pound, almost seven-pound one is when a three-pounder is 21 inches long, usually, or at least any of the ones I've caught. And of course, she won the derby with a fish that big, it's hard not to. And almost immediately after she made this achievement, she got recognized in the Field & Stream magazine and was contacted by people all around New England asking to buy some of her amazing flies that she herself had created. And from then on, she was able to turn it into a business, a very successful business. She went from making hats to tying flies, all in the matter of a couple days. Especially after World War II, her fly tying business peaked and she was a very successful fly tyre and entrepreneur. At that point, she had been getting calls all around the United States and around the world just because people wanted to buy some of her flies. That's pretty crazy considering how she had only just started and already is being contacted by people all around the world just to get a fly she made just because of that one big brook trout she caught. Along with her very successful fly tying business, she innovated a lot of fly tying designs by shortening streamers to extend only slightly beyond the hooks and by using longer hook shanks. Meaning the flies were bigger, but the materials didn't reach beyond the hook because often fish would bite at that and not hit the hook itself. So obviously that's not a very good thing if you get a bite, but the fish hasn't even bit the hook. She also used a different and newer style of tying streamers, which were supposed to imitate bait fish and smaller fish that the trout and salmon would like. But instead of tying the wing material, which was often colorful feathers or what would resemble the main body of the smelt or thing they were trying to imitate, she would tie the wing material on the sides of the hook instead of the top, allowing the feathers to not Rise up while they're in the water while the hook bends down, having the fish bite at the wrong part, which is not fun. And now this method is widely used among fly tires all over the place because of how much it changed and how much more successful it made the fishing, or at least the flies. And when it comes to creating designs for streamers and flies, it's hard to come up with some of the designs because there are so many of them and you never know when one could already be created. You just don't even know. But Carrie Stevens created at least over a hundred different designs, and initially, she numbered them instead of named them, since it was more common in the 1800s. But as she began to get more popular, she named her patterns as well, especially one of the most successful ones. She named the Gray Ghost, which that's how it looked. It was grayish and one of the most successful flies and is a staple of the Rangeley region. She also came up with other designs such as the Pirate, the rangely Favorite, the Stevens Favorite, the Green Beauty, the Wizard, Colonel Bates, the Grey Ghost, of course, the Greyhound, Blue Devil, and many, many, many more. Most of which you could distinguish by the way she tied the head of the fly. Being where it was just thread, she would take a strip of black another strip of red, and then another piece of black thread, like a stripe pattern. And that's how you could tell it was one of the flies tied by the legendary Carrie Stevens. And to put this in perspective, during the 1930s, around 49% of all record fish taken from the Upper Dam and Rangy Lakes region were caught with Stevens flies. And during the 40s and 50s, most American fly tires began to make their own streamers and attempted to imitate her designs because of how successful they were. However, due to poor health and illness, Stevens became less active in her fly tying business and officially retired in 1963, in which she later wrote a few books on fishing and her flies. And then on August 3rd, 1970, Carrie Stevens had passed away. But after her death, Maine Governor Kenneth M. Curtis declared August 15th to be Carrie Gertrude Stevens Day. And she remains to be the only fly tire to have been recognized by the state of Maine. So next time you go out for a fly fishing venture and you are using some streamers or trolling, just think... One of the flies you could have in your fly box, or one you're even using, could be a fly that was created by the one and only Carrie Stevens. Alright, that's all for today's episode, and I hope to see you again on Mainly Fish. Catch you guys later.